0: Welcome to the That Healing Feeling podcast. I'm your host, Faith Ashton, founder, CEO, and master mindset coach. I'm obsessed with helping you awake the healer within yourself so that you can step into a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. Join me in training your brain, rewiring your subconscious, and changing your inner world so that you can heal. Let's dive in. Good morning or afternoon, wherever you are. (laughs) Um, It's always morning for me when I start my podcast and I really need to start to come up with like a new intro, like then good morning or afternoon, but this is where I'm at you guys. Um, No, this is, I'm really excited about this podcast because this is a topic that so many of my HTA girls and I always are diving into. Like, I feel like this is like the big theme across every single cohort. And, you know, and I think it's a question that everybody wants to know, how to effectively create change in your life. And I mean, you know, people come to me ultimately at the end of the day for one thing, and that's to heal. Now, healing means something different for everybody. So that's a whole other episode in itself. But ultimately, people want to see a change, right? And this is sort of like the ultimate Goal, if you will, um, for anyone who's experiencing chronic symptoms. And I think, in general, you know, by the time people come to me, like they've been working on this for years. You know, I would say, like, the average amount of time that someone spends healing before they enroll in one of my programs, just specifically of like the people who come to me, is probably like five years, if not longer. I haven't actually sat down to calculate it, but you know, something like that. Well, if you follow me on Instagram, you might know this, but I've started to enroll Leo into more classes just because he's getting older and we have another baby on the way. And so I'm trying to get him like integrated into other activities. Um, because when the baby comes, obviously the beginning at the very least is very all consuming. And one of the things that happens when you start doing that is that babies get sick, right? So, it's like twofold. First, he's like building his immune system because he's never really been to classes. And second of all, we're in a whole new country. So, like, mom and dad are also building our immune system. And I'm pregnant. So, my immune system's kind of like, eh. Um, and I haven't been, t- like, my diet hasn't been as diverse. If you followed me, um, you'll know I've been like struggling with hyperemesis. So, I haven't really been able to take like all my normal supplements or eat my normal diet. And so, I feel like I'm really lacking there. And so, basically, Leo's having a great time, except every time he goes, um, he comes back with some sort of sickness. And then usually Matt and I get it. And I feel like I'm either on one end or the other. (laughs) Sorry, now I'm getting over like some sort of cold that really knocked me off my feet for almost the entire week. Like today's Friday. And it's like the first day this week that I'm properly working. But thank God I'm really starting to feel better today. But I'm still really thankful. Like it's great to see him interacting with other children. It's like, oh my gosh, my baby is so big that he can like do this now. You know what I mean? Um, it's crazy anyways. So that's a little bit back, a little bit of a background story as to what's going on with me. But you guys, this is so important. Like if you want to effectively create change in your life, I personally think that this approach is going to be the fastest way for you to do it. And there's lots of different ways that you can go about it. But for the most part, I feel like people are making one huge fundamental mistake. And I think this is the reason why people that I work with see such huge leaps and like come out with these like radical success stories of healing in such a short amount of time. It's because I'm using this approach with them. And it's because I understand this fundamental thing. And I'm going to teach it to you now. Um, So hopefully you can also see this huge leap in your life. So here's the thing. What I teach fundamentally comes from the understanding of neurolinguistic programming or NLP, right? So these are essentially models of the conscious and subconscious mind. Um, And so you'll kind of find this work runs through anyone who's talking about the subconscious mind. A lot of people who are um, talking about like the psychology behind business or um, sort of like the Tony Robbins crew, if you will. And then also people in the spiritual realm, a lot of people who are Um, teaching about the universal laws and all of that, they're probably certified in NLP um, in some capacity. And so this might sort of, um, some of this might like ring a bell because of that. But if not, I definitely encourage you to do some research about NLP. It's super fascinating. And obviously I say that because um, I studied it and I'm always taking more and more certification because sorry, certifications, because there's so much more to learn. And it's just truly so life-changing when we start to uncover the power of the mind, which brings me to the levels of the mind. And this is what you really need to understand if you want to influence change in your life. So here's the thing. There are five levels of the mind that we've mapped out and think of a pyramid right so like if you can visualize with me right now a pyramid at the very top sits purpose so this is this is your purpose as a human being okay and then is identity then values beliefs behaviors and environment so purpose is one identity is two values and beliefs are kind of like on the same like level of the um pyramid and then behaviors and environment okay so here's what I personally see in my clients. Okay. So here's what I like often see when my clients come to me. So obviously I do like a really intense intake process. And so I'm like, where are you at with your healing? What have you tried? So on and so forth. What's happening and like what the problem is, it's not that people aren't working hard. It's that they're working on the wrong level. So they're attacking their environment. And then if they are Kind of doing that deeper inner work, they're attacking their behaviors. And that is the extent of what I see. Like, with no matter who I've worked with, and I've worked with so many people over the past couple of years, I've never seen anyone work any deeper or higher on the pyramid than that. And the problem is that when you're working with those lower two levels of environment and behaviors, It is gonna take you so long to affect change. And so it's not that it's impossible. Like, you will hear people being like, I was on my healing journey for 10 years and I finally healed and I cracked it, la di da. And like, it is possible, but like 10 years is probably what it's gonna take, or five years, I don't know. But like, it's gonna take a long freaking time. Why? Because there's so much more, so much more trapped inside our subconscious that affects our reality. And if we don't understand that and we're not tapping into that, we are pulling one of the 1 million levers it takes to create change in our life. And so the most effective, efficient, and radical thing you can do if you want to affect change in your life is start at the top. So like the higher you are on the pyramid, the faster you're going to see change. Does that make sense? So if you start with your purpose or your identity which is at the tip top of that pyramid, right? You're going to see change so quickly. Like this is where you see like my story, for example, because I can speak to that with like a a radical amount of honesty. I talk about, you know, all the time. And especially on TikTok, I share about this. Like, hey, when I discovered brain training and nervous system regulation and this work that I do with NLP, it took me nine months to fully heal. And I was sick for 10 years, you guys. Like... (laughs) And so what a shining example of the truth that I'm bringing you. Like I was doing all the things. I have an amazing functional medicine doctor and I'm blessed with, um, you know, the resources to eat well, um, do the testing. So I was like, okay, I know what the root cause is. Like I know that I had candida and SIBO. I had Graves disease, flares, um, mold toxicity, Epstein-Barr virus, all sorts of what have you going on, which was great and empowering. And I feel like that was the bottom piece of the pyramid. Like that was the environment, right? Like my physical environment internally and externally in my home and in my body. And I was pulling all those levers and it was making a difference. But yeah, there was still so much that wasn't changing. And pretty much like my clients who join at least my group coaching, which is like my top tier offer, every single person in that program has done those things. Like I have an admissions team that properly vets people when they you know, come into that that program. And like, one of the things we look for is like, have you pulled all the levers basically in your environment? Have you done the root cause testing? And you know, you've taken the supplements and you've done the detoxes. And so like those things have already been done and those things are important. And I will hundred, like, there's a reason why that's a requirement, because I think if you're not doing those things, it's going to, you know, it needs to be done. Like if you have toxicity in or outside of your environment it has to be removed. So I am in no way saying that those things aren't necessary. That's absolutely not the case. We live in a three dimensional physical world. You have to do those things, but those things alone, I personally don't believe will like put you over the finish line will take you over the edge and if you look at this model of the mind that I'm describing, you'll kind of understand why, right? because it's well, it will just take so long, right? because there's so much more that goes into chronic conditions, chronic pain, unwanted chronic sensations than just what's happening from the environmental perspective. And so you have purpose, identity, values, and beliefs, they fall on the same level and then behaviors and environment. And so the next thing is, you know, you, you have like the typical person. And I think this is like the journey of just because this is how the human mind works. Like this is the journey that people are on. Like they, they feel like once they've come to functional medicine or integrative medicine that they've cracked it. And they're like, yes this is it. Like I've gone through the typical Western medicine that doesn't work like the band-aid approach. And like, now I am like living a non-toxic lifestyle and you know, this is it. This is like nirvana. <laughs> I'm going to heal. And it's like, that is just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you've only just begun. And I think that's, that's also kind of this like unfortunate, but also beautiful thing about healing is that like, once you crack it, you realize that like, You are on the beginning of a never ending journey. Like your eyes are just opened is all. And like they will, and you will spend the rest of your life opening them wider and wider. And this is like, this is actually a part of the curriculum that I wrote, you know, last week was on this, which is like healing. Like we have to stop putting it in a box. It's not a noun. It's a verb. It's, it's a constant, ever changing, living energy. And so part of it is understanding that once you kind of quote unquote crack it, you're just taking one step forward in this ever-present process that will be your existence on, you know, this physical plane. So people go to environment first and they're like, I've cracked it, I've done it. And then, you know, maybe they start to see progress, but like a year or two in. Or even six months in, they're like, something's like not quite right, you know, like I still don't feel fully better. They might have alleviated certain symptoms, which is amazing and necessary, but then there's like either the fear because the nervous system is still hypervigilant. And so they're essentially traumatized from what they went through prior to healing so whether it was like food sensitivities which now have created a deeply ingrained fear of certain foods um or whether it's just other triggers like light or heat or cold you know whatever it is like those things still seem to trigger you but you still find some more freedom but you're like I'm not totally healed or you just find that like you're mostly over the hump but the fear of that returning still exists right um so it's like Not complete freedom. You feel like you're close, but it's not quite there. Um, Or there's a relapse, which can happen, right? And so that's typically when people go into the next level, if you will, which is behavior. So it's instead of looking at like the physical, internal, and external environment, it's like taking it one step deeper. And this is when you start to see, you know, people on the next level of their journey, like what is it that I can control? So this is the strong locus of control principle, right? So people who believe that they have a locus of control, like that they are in control, are statistically so much more likely to heal than people who believe they don't have any control. And so there are a lot of people and like, think about it, there are a lot of people who will say like, well, I just got a really shitty deck of cards or like the universe hates me or what I can't, it hurts me to even say that because (laughs) that's the opposite of reality. But there are people who live their lives that way, right? Like you could probably think of that person. So those people don't believe that they have any control or any say or an impact on their situation. And I believe that Western medicine really perpetuates this ideology that like, there's nothing you can do kind of a thing. And I think that it's dangerous most on this level, this level of like taking away that locus of control, because there's so much you can do. Like obviously like my motto, that healing feeling is that 99% of what you need is inside of you. So I couldn't, be like more opposite of that if I tried. Okay. So this is the next level of depth that I see my clients come in at. And this is where it caps because I just feel people don't have the training and don't know. And this is like where they reach out for help. But a lot of times they'll come to me and they've done this work. So what does that look like? Right? So people start to think about, okay, well, maybe I do have some control. Like maybe the way that I'm behaving right? As like a human being beyond just like taking these supplements and eating this food and whatever has an impact on my healing. And so this is when people will do a lot of like that mindset work. They'll get into like, uh, you know, breath work, meditation, yoga. And I, most of my clients like have done these things. Like, so we actually like scan the application for those types of words. So we want someone who's reached that level of the pyramid. As sort of a precursor to doing the work that we do, because it is sort of the next, I mean, it is the next level, right? And so this might ring true to you, especially if you follow me and you found me on social media, because you probably follow other people who are like at that point in their healing where they're really into like waking up and doing some stretching and writing their journal. And like these things are amazing. Like this is absolutely essential for healing. And I don't think any of these parts are less important or should be bypassed, but I'm just explaining to you kind of how they work in chronological order. And so that is the next step that you see people take when they're on their healing journey and they've done the sort of integrative, all that great stuff. And now they're moving to behaviors and they're like, okay, they're starting to take responsibility. This is really important that awareness that one has a responsibility and has an impact because that shows me as a coach that someone is really creating that sense of internal locus of control. And in order to truly step into the kind of freedom that you desire, if you're listening to this, or if you want to heal, you know, whatever that means for you as a verb, um, you have to at your core believe that you have that sort of power. Okay. So that's the behaviors. Now this is, these. Two, environment behaviors are, like I said, the furthest I see anyone go until they come to me. And I can only speak to me. Like, I'm sure there are lots of other people out there working on these, like this type of healing. And I think that um, there's lots of ways to get there. But like I said, this is sort of how I compartmentalize it and how I see it based off, you know, I've been in this space since 2018 as someone on the other side. As a coach, as um, a student in the NLP hypnosis space. And so I can only speak from my research and my studies. And I feel like I've been so immersed in it, though. It is, you know, it's not necessarily representative of the entire population at large, but I think it's pretty accurate. Like I get the feeling as I see this pattern over and over and over again. Okay. So let's move on to values and beliefs. Now, this is where. I meet you as a coach, whether you're just listening to this podcast or you are one of my students. So we're kind of moving up the pyramid values and beliefs. So by the time someone gets here, um, I'm starting to teach about internal filters and this is really interesting. Um, you know, and I'm sure I've touched on this before, but what you need to understand (laughs) about reality is that there is like no real reality. So just like picture this. And if you're, you know, not driving and you're in a safe place where you can do this and sort of close your eyes, visualize that there are 2 million bits of information hitting you all the, like in every single second in all of the different ways. And you cannot possibly, like you couldn't, if you tried in your entire life, ever take in anything that's even close to a fraction of that. So how do you take it in? You take it in through the senses. So what you hear, taste, smell, touch, and see. And you take that information, you filter it through what? Your beliefs and values. And what your mind does is it just deletes, distorts, and generalizes that information based off your beliefs and values. Now, if you need to pause this and rewind it 30 seconds and listen to that again, I really think you should. If that didn't give you like a light bulb aha uh-huh moment, I highly recommend you do that. <laughs> this is huge. Like this should shake you, to be completely honest, if you don't already know this information and most people don't. What does that mean? That means that no one's perceiving reality. Everyone is perceiving reality as somewhat of a mirror of what they already believe in value, right? So what does that mean? That means that your beliefs and values dictate your entire fucking life. Sorry, let me just say that again, just in case that didn't like truly sink in. Your beliefs and values dictate your entire fucking life. What you are perceiving is not real. And I like, I need you to understand this because it's absolutely essential in order to heal. It's true, it's essential. And like this is, the people who have truly healed, Like those people who you read about and you follow who have hacked it. Like they are living their dream life. And I would consider myself absolutely one of those people because I understand and manipulate exactly what I'm teaching you today. These people fucking get it. They get that they get to decide what reality is. And when we talk about manifestation, law of attraction, um, wealth in every sense of the word, abundance, freedom in every sense of the word, that is through this understanding singularly that reality cannot be perceived and that what you're experiencing right now is entirely dictated by your beliefs and values and that is boom the internal locus of control when you can get your mind around how your mind works it's like mind inception you realize that you are responsible you are hundred percent responsible for your reality. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Why? Because most people, 96% of the population to be exact, is going to say, well, that's bullshit. Because what you're saying is it's my fault that I have shitty circumstances. This is the kind of attitude that's going to hold you back. But 4% of the population, a statistic that I did learn in school, (laughs) is going to take that responsibility. And that is why so few people are living in abundance, because people don't want to take that. It's a hard pill to swallow. That What you believe dictates your reality It's like people want to be the victim. It's easier to be the victim, but being the victim, isn't going to help you heal. And again, like it's healing isn't easy. Evolving isn't easy. It's not comfortable. You're not listening to this because you're in a cushy, comfortable situation. You're listening to this because you're uncomfortable and you want to get comfortable. And in order to get there, it's going to be uncomfortable. Physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, it's uncomfortable. And I think like this level is so uncomfortable that it precludes people from getting to the other side. And that's where they need help from guides like myself, who's like, hey, let me guide you through this immense discomfort and then abundant freedom on the other side. The discomfort being like, you dictate, you get to decide. It's not fault. It's responsible, response-able, not fault. So let's not attach these negative whatever to this reality and instead look at it as as this immense freedom to cultivate and create. Like now the the world is yours, right? So what does that mean? Attacking your beliefs and values will change your entire fucking reality, right? Because your reality is what you perceive based off your beliefs and values. So physiologically, we understand that when we feel a certain way, we're going to flood our body with neurotransmitters. So if we believe something to be true and we're flooding our body with these amazing neurotransmitters, serotonin, oxytocin, dopamine, we're sending messages of love and safety to every cell in our body. And then this is where we see that healing happen, right? But I think that's also kind of like another episode in itself. So, you know, that is, that is a level that we attack in HTA that is typically why you see, it's why I created it as a six week program because in six weeks, that's why people have radical changes. So like when people come in the program and if you've been there, you'll, you'll know this, like the the requirement is that you create one to two specific goals of what you want to heal. So like some people are like, I want to heal my dairy and sensitivity. Some people are like, I have had, you know, I've been bedridden and I want to be able to do a 10 minute walk by the end. And by the end of the program, they actually achieve their goals. Like all my clients achieve their goals. Why? Because we spend six weeks, like in this insanely immersive experience, challenging beliefs and values. Like, to the point where it's like you get so uncomfortable, and then the breakthrough happens around week three and a half to four. And then it's like this rapid cellular healing. And it's like people are like, What? <laughs> um, and it's because we're attacking it on a whole new level. Okay. So you can kind of see why that would make it so much faster. And obviously, so much goes into that. Like, if I were to kind of take you through like every single detail of this, it would be like a six hour long episode. And like, I just can't do that. And no one wants to sit for six hours. (laughs) But you know, it's like, I'm planting the seed with you now that like, you need to be challenging these things. And I think like the first step is one, understanding the pyramid two, kind of identifying like where you are on that pyramid, whether you're at the environmental piece or you're at the behavioral piece yet. And then three, getting past the whole like fault thing And really cultivating this strong internal locus of control and sense of response, able. I am able to respond, right? Like that is beautiful. Like you are powerful. And I say this all the freaking time. Like you are powerful. You are able to respond. Um, And like, as long as, again, you don't believe that you're able to respond, again, beliefs, right? Everything is being, everything is being filtered through this filter that you are not able well, then you're not, right? Like, then that's your reality. So I think, like, the next step, of course, is, like, thinking critically, like, what do I believe? You know, and what message am I sending to every cell in my body? What impact is that having on my healing? But you have to get out of your own way. Um, And that's very difficult, to be honest. Like, we are, our ego is going to be what stands in the way of us achieving what our soul desires. And a huge part of this is, you know, telling the ego basically to fuck off a bit, you know? And like realizing that separation of self and ego and how the ego is very primitive, is designed to protect, Um, you know, the voice inside is always going to give the worst case scenario. And there's a lot of evolving. Like there's a lot of peeling back the layers and evolving that has to happen to get to that point. And I am telling you, like I said, like Anyone that you look at with admiration who's achieved this and done this and like lives their highest purpose and highest self has had to tell the ego to fuck off in a really big, deep way. Okay. So that brings me to the kind of highest two levels, which is identity and purpose. So you probably guessed it by now, but when you get to these levels, when you pull levers on these levels, you're going to see change the fastest, like radical change in the fastest possible way. Okay. So what does that mean? Well, from an identity standpoint, this sitting at the top, who do you identify with? Like as, if you think about yourself as a human being, like what is your identity? Here's what I see, again, always taking from my experience. Here's what I see with my clients. They always identify as sick. And again, we've got to strip away any of those voices inside that are telling you like, "Well, I'm sick" or whatever, right? When you identify as something, whatever it might be, if it's not in alignment with what you desire, with what your soul desires, because your soul is your identity, right? Not your ego. If it's not in alignment with what your soul desires, then you are never going to achieve it. Point blank. So if you're like, I am sick, then you are. Like, it doesn't matter what levers you're pulling from an environmental standpoint or behavioral or even beliefs. Like, if you, and hopefully, and hopefully the goal is in doing the belief work, like you will start to see the identity piece shift. But if you can pull the identity lever faster first, you know, whatever, then you're going to see that trickle down extremely quickly and you're going to see the change really quickly. So, you know, it is something that I ask like, and I ask you this too. Like I put this on you, like what is your, what are you identifying as currently? And I'll just give you an example. So like, you know, I, like I said, I was sick for a really long time. I was sick for 10 years. If you don't know my story, and um, I'm not going to like make this about my story. Cause that's what, not what it's about, but for, I'm um, kind of like putting this into context. Like I was sick for a very long time. Um, the first flare being Graves disease. And then it all just kind of, um, piled on top of that with, um, like taking so many prescription pills and then having antibiotics for ages. And then obviously I was super hypervigilant. So I was, um, my immune system was super suppressed and I basically got like every diagnosis under the sun. And for a while, I was like, I'm just like a sick person. Right. And this is what I truly thought I was. Now, what shifted for me, um, because I shifted the purpose and identity piece, um, pretty much, like, soon after I shifted the environmental piece, and this is why I healed so quickly and, like, I healed everything, um, is when I decided that I wasn't a sick person, like, that I'm a healthy person. And it's so funny because – and you have to really believe it. And there are lots of different ways you can kind of, um, you know, work through this. And it is something that I do teach. And, again, this I can't make this a six-hour-long episode, so maybe we'll make this a series, but I'm I'm just kind of, like – breaking it down for you here now. Um, you know, but truly like deeply, like when I shifted my identity into like, I am a healthy person, but like, I'm just going through it. Like my body is working through something right now, but I am healing and I am healthy. And like, that was when everything shifted for me. And I, and it's funny, I don't remember who I was talking to actually. I'm trying to think now because like, I was literally having this conversation. Oh, I was having this conversation with my friend Carly from Carly Loves Kale. I don't know if you follow her on Instagram or TikTok, but she's amazing. And we were sending each other voice notes on WhatsApp. And I was, oh, we were talking about it because she has a similar situation, had a similar procedure that I had, and she was asking me about it. And I said, you know, it's funny because I consider myself like the healthiest person I know. And it's funny because my husband like has never had a pre-existing condition. Like, I say this all the time. He could literally, like, eat trash out of a trash can and feel fantastic. And he will always say, like, well, yeah, but you're, like, a superhuman. You're, like, so superior to, like, everyone else, like, physiologically. And I'm, like, I know. Like, I've even indoctrinated him into this to where, like, my environment is constantly saying this about me. My mother-in-law, <laughs> my friends are, like, yeah, but you're, like, the healthiest person I know. How is that possible? Coming from someone who had was on antibiotics for 10 years, has Graves' disease, Um, had every problem under the sun, wrong with their gut, mold poisoning, Epstein-Barr. Like, how is that possible? But, like, it's true. It's reflected in my blood work. Like, my blood work is perfect and has been since I've done this work. Like, I'm so – I really do feel like I am, like, so genetically superior, like, despite my story. Like, I I walk through this world with so much confidence in my body's ability to heal, fight, rebuild, restore. Like, I don't live in fear despite – all of the things that could have caused fear in the past few years, not just with, you know, what's gone on globally, but even with like being pregnant twice, um, moving countries and not having the same kind of medical care here. Like I'm basically self-managing my pregnancy. Um, Whereas like some would say I'm high risk. I think I'm like the lowest risk of all, (laughs) you know, and I am like my pregnancy has been perfect by the way, minus the, you know, vomiting, but that's not a sign of an unhealthy pregnancy. So, you know, I do my lab work, as you know, like if you follow me, like every three months, my thyroid is beautiful and perfect. And like, honestly, superior to like most people's thyroids, if I'm being completely honest. Like my nutrients are in general, always optimized. Like my inflammation is so low. It's like, it's just non-existent. I have no systemic inflammation in the body. Um, My vitality is crazy. Like prior to getting pregnant, the way that I'm able to work out, move my body and just like wake up every day with this like insane, amazing energy and excitement. Like I am such a healthy person, but like my story didn't used to be that way. And I could have written this story so differently, but I chose to make it different. I chose my reality, my life could be very different than it is today. Like let me tell you that for free. Like I have been in the darkest of dark places and now I'm in the brightest of bright places. And it's a decision that I made. And yes, there's the law of action, right? So if you're looking at the universal laws, like you can't just like blindly walk into reality and be like this is my life now. Like yeah, I've had to do a lot of work. Like it's not like this has been easy, right? Like, you know me, I am like the hardest worker. I do everything to the nth degree. Um, I believe in excellence and in a really, you know, a ton of integrity with my energetic exchange into what I'm putting into myself and the world. And so I worked really hard for this, but like, ultimately it started with what's inside of me. So what do you identify as? And you can like, Apply this to anything, like even if you're listening to this and like your healing is less on like a physical level and it's you know something else you're working towards, what do you identify as and then comes the purpose piece now this is like the ultimate if you can hack this, like just welcome in the abundance of healing in your life and I think like for me, this was huge as well because I now work in my purpose, and I truly believe that it it just injects me with honestly, like, I don't even have words for it. Like I am so joyful and so grateful. Um, and energy begets energy. And so I live in these frequencies of just complete abundance and freedom because I get to work in my purpose and I attract so much of it into my life. My God. Um, and I'm like happy to say that and share that because everyone can have that. Like, it's not like there's a pie in the sky that offers a limited amount of abundance and freedom to like this one person, like abundance is abundant. Like it exists for everyone. Like there's infinite amounts of all these things. And so I want to share my testimony and I want to share how amazing life is because I want other people to have that. It's like, what if we all had that? What if we all could see that it exists for everyone and there's unlimited wealth, there's unlimited happiness and joy and all of these things. And like, all we have to do is access it. Like how awesome would that be if we were all just like freaking happy? And healthy. You know what I mean? And we were just like, life would be a lot better. (laughs) Um, so, you know, purpose, like what is your fucking purpose? Right? Like I decided when this happened to me that I wanted to live in my purpose and I turned my situation into the transformation of a lifetime. I was like, okay, my eyes are open. There are people struggling and suffering in this world unnecessarily like they don't know that they can have a beautiful life and like I want to tell them like I want to spend my entire life obsessing and finding ways to get this message out there like this is what my soul wants to do my soul came here to this planet to help people wake up and like lead them into a life that they desire so that their souls can access what brings them joy and then they can help other people do it and then like, you know, this domino effect of people waking up to, they can have what they want and they can enjoy it without restriction. And so my purpose is this. And when I stepped into it, you know, it took me some time. And if you've been with me for a while, you'll see, I kind of like zigzagged into it. You know, I started sharing my story and then I kind of was like, what should I study? Where do I fit? What can I do? And I finally kind of got to this place and it it's just been more than I could put into words. And I think like we spend so much of our lives thinking that like we're not allowed to do that. Like we're not allowed to access what our purpose is. And your purpose doesn't have to be something like this. Like your purpose could be like you find like true happiness through like three different hobbies that you absolutely adore. And like it just brings sunshine to your life. You know what I mean? But like living in your purpose is going to send the kind of energy to your body that I couldn't even describe in words. And like, keep in mind, like every cell is listening. Every single cell is constantly listening. Okay. And so like, imagine surging your body with that kind of healing energy on a daily basis and the rapid healing that's going to happen. Are you living in your purpose? Are you living in alignment with what your soul desires? Or do you feel dull when you wake up and unmotivated? If you're feeling unmotivated and dull, it's because you're so far away from what your purpose is and what lights you up. And you feel like you have to be that way. Like we are our own worst enemies. And I hope that I'm getting that point across to you by now. Like we tell ourselves that something is not possible. And think about that pyramid. If we believe that, then it's not possible for us. But like, why is it not possible? This is a question that I asked myself, right? Like I was working a startup where I met my husband at the beginning, getting paid jack shit. And I kind of thought like, this is how life had to be like work 65 hour weeks because I'm like putting in my dues because it's a startup and whatever. And then like, I I asked myself like, why am I doing this? Like, and, and I got a corporate job that doubled my salary and I hated the job, but I had tons of freedom and I was making more money. And I thought, this is great. Like, I can't believe I thought I had to live that way, but like, I wasn't, I didn't like what I did. And then when I got sick and I I was unable to work, I started to really question these like societal pressures. And I was like, why did I tell myself I had to do any of that? Like at that time, I was like, yeah, Faith, but you don't really like it, but like you can't do anything else. Like don't be unrealistic. Like this is just the way society works. Like as long as I said that, that was like my life. (laughs) Until I said, but what if and why not? And it's just crazy how when you step out of your own way, and like, you start to explore with curiosity, the things that make you happy, like what it can do. Cause like, you know, I, the voice inside was saying to me, like, but like, what are your certifications? Like, what can you do? Like what even exists in this space? Like no one's going to believe you. No one's going to care about this kind of stuff. Like this world is moving way too into like, you know, if it's not science backed and, um, you're not an MD, what's the point? And like, but I think that's the problem. Like if we are looking at what's, not quantifiable. Like personally, you know, I think like the subconscious mind and all these things I'm talking about, like if we're not tapping into this, like beautiful reality that exists, then like we are missing the fucking mark and people are going to be unhappy. So like, I'm just going to go for it anyways. Like, even if it feels quote unquote, like not like the pragmatic person that I am, even if people think I'm stupid, um, which, you know, they are haters, but they just don't get it. You know? So I think, like, getting out of your own way when it comes to your purpose, like, yeah, you know, you are going to be, like, the biggest thing standing in your way. Like, who fucking cares what people think? I'm sorry, but the, the people, again, like, another trait or quality of someone who's overcome and been successful, like, these people that you look at and watch, like, what's something else that they can all agree on? They've let go of people's perceptions. The second you let, like, truly let go, like, just don't give a shit about what anyone thinks, Because, like, you're not living their life. Why are you holding back your abundance? Why are you not stepping into your freedom? Because what your friend will think, or a person on the internet you don't know, or your mom, or your dad, to be honest, like, who gives a shit? Like, that, what you want lies on the other side of that. And, like, if you're truly gonna change the world, if you're gonna open people's eyes, if you're gonna make an impact, You're going to have to be different. I'm like really sorry to tell you, but like if you act like everyone else all the time and you have to have everyone else's approval, everything will stay the same. And so I just think, you know, have a think about this pyramid, like draw it out, whatever works for you and just think like, where am I stuck on this pyramid? And there's a lot of internal work that has to be done, right? I'm not saying it's easy. The more obsessed with unbecoming that you are, the faster it's going to happen, The more you're willing to let the ego die and get out of your own way, the faster it's going to happen. Point and blank. There's like no other way around it. (laughs) Um, Honestly, who the fuck cares? Like genuinely, who the fuck cares about anything that is standing in the way of what your soul desires in this life? Why does it matter if they tell you that you can't? Why does it matter if they think it's stupid? It is not their life. It is your life. And so I highly encourage you to listen to what is inside of you to what the voice is, you know, not the niggling voice, but like to the the pool that you feel, the desire you feel, whatever it is you, you know, you deeply want, you know, start listening to that. Start shedding the layers of the ego. Um, There is so much more work that needs to be done when it comes to healing than what meets the eye. And wherever you are, you know, at least you're there. And that's the thing. Like, remember, healing cannot be put in a box. It's not a checklist. <laughs> so no matter where you are on it, it's all the same. You're still doing it. And that's the work that matters. You know, you can't rush what's planned for you. All you can do is continue to learn to unbecome and get in an alignment. And it's a really beautiful quantum leap. Um, that just continues to leap and leap and leap and leap and leap and, leap and kind of leave behind um, so much of the three dimensional bullshit that's holding you back from having this life that is wilder than your wildest dreams. And I can personally attest to this. Every single morning when I wake up, I think like, how the fuck is this my life? Like, genuinely. And I just think, how you know? And I and I I manifested it. But, I mean, but you can see there was so much that went into it. Um, and the biggest thing I did was get out of my own way and learn that i was able to respond, you know? And i really want that for you. Like i want you to feel the feelings that i feel and like be and step into the energy that i'm in and just like feel fucking awesome and abundant and joyful and peaceful and free. Um like i want to share it with you so badly in all the ways that i can and so i hope that this kind of in some way propels you toward it a little bit more. (laughs) Um, and with that, I'm just going to leave you to process this information because this is a lot. Um, you know, and I'm always trying to find different ways to get this across, right? Like each podcast is me kind of like touch at a different angle and see where I can meet you and where I can help you. So if this was helpful, let me know, share it on Instagram or TikTok, you know, so other people can hear this message. Um, the people who are ready to hear it are ready to hear it and it's going to help them. And I think, you know, the more that we can help other people and enrich their lives, the more our own lives are going to be enriched. It's, it's always an energetic exchange. Like, what are you putting into the world? It's what you're going to get back. Um, you know, and the intention you put behind it really fuels that energy. So um, if this impacted you and you feel like, hey, this is like, this was good. This gave me like an aha moment or it stripped away a layer. Definitely share the podcast. Um, see if we can help somebody else, um, you know, level up. And as always, if you're ready to do this work and you're like, this resonates with me, um, but I'm not really sure exactly how to make that transformation, I'm going to link the HTA program, my signature group coaching program, where we go into this. This is that six-week program where my clients actually achieve that transformation because I guide you through how to do the um, actual like, changing of beliefs and dismantling limiting ones and all of that good stuff through a curriculum that I wrote. Um, It's my signature program and lots and lots and lots of accountability for me, homework for me, coaching for me, um, super immersive transformational experience. I consider this program to be a quantum leap for anyone who joins it. Um, And that's absolutely the feedback that I get from my clients. So it really feels this, you know, and this is what I'm saying, like getting to do that and serve people in that way, like is my purpose. And it like energizes me to the bajillionth degree that I couldn't explain in words Um, I love helping people like lift the veil and helping people realize their power. And it's like that moment in like week three and a half or four where they, they do make the quantum leap is like, it's like a hit of the best drug. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like when my client's like, oh my God. And then we all just like joyfully celebrate. And then it's just magical. So I love you guys so much. I'm sending you like virtually (laughs) all of the healing energy and vibes. Like, you know, it does get better wherever you are, like, whenever you're ready, that energy that you want will always infinitely exist for you in all time and all places. And it's always yours to access. So I'm sending so much of it to you.